Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can go to fedbyravensmedia.com, check out all our podcasts, uh, and listen live uh, to all the broadcasts right there from our website. A great pleasure to bring back Jim Sano. Uh, Jim, thank you for uh, calling in. I look forward to talking to you every week, Joe, so I appreciate that. Well, let's start with the news of the day, which I think uh, I think America's taking a big yawn on this, but uh, it's impeachment. Have you been able to uh, watch any of the proceedings or uh, read any of the uh, articles coming out uh, from the impeachment uh, process? In all honesty, Joe, I wouldn't waste the time. I don't have the time to waste, and I wouldn't waste the time. So in reality... When I've got on One American News or Newsmax and they move to the uh, impeachment proceeding, I change the channel. So it takes about a second maybe that I watch something that I don't want to watch in the first place because 90% of it is all make-believe anyway. So to answer your question, no, I'm not following it at all. It's an open and closed deal. And the craziness that uh, is being exerted to make this country look even more foolish than we truly are is, is uh, absurd. Well, Jim, I'm going to have to say it now because I may not be able to say it ever again, but at least in terms of watching the impeachment, you and Joe Biden are on the same page. Because he said he's not watching it either. First of all, you can believe me. I don't believe Joe Biden, so that'll put that to rest. <laughs> I thought, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it, it's possible. Hey, the other, let, let's move to a tip, topic number two then, which is, uh, I know that, you know, you travel a lot. You spent, I think one of the first times we met was actually maybe in Florida. Um, Speaking of that, I don't know if you have any plans, but I'm in Florida currently, and we really got to get together at some point in time. It's been a while. So maybe if you see daylight, uh, I should be around here next week as well. Give me a call, and we'll tie in and get some lunch. You know, uh, Jim, I may take you up on that offer, actually. They're expecting it to be like in the 20s and full of snow here in Utah next week. So that'd be the perfect time to head out of town. Well, I'm here if you're interested in taking the ride. Just give me a holler. Thank you. Well, let me ask you this. So Governor DeSantis, I mean— the he best took some governor in the union, the best governor in the entire union. He and look, I, I, it, it'd be hard pressed for me to argue that he took some bold steps uh, when everybody, including a lot of Republican governors, were marching along to the theme of lockdowns, shutdowns. He took a very different approach, which was let's protect the most vulnerable. And the Democrats mocked him. Other Republicans mocked him. Now that we're looking at the science and the data, it turns out that Florida Duns has emerged exceptionally well, not only in terms of COVID, but in terms of the economy. And because of that, it seems like DeSantis has a big political bullseye on him. What is your take on DeSantis, and do you think he's looking at a bigger office potentially down the road? I think Ron DeSantis is a superstar. He was a superstar when he was in Congress. He's a superstar as a governor of Florida. He's a superstar as a father and as a gentleman. The key to all of that is the respect and the common sense of American, basic American values. That's all it comes down to. You know, everybody's always looking for a reason why things happen. Things either happen because you're stupid 
or they happen because you're smart. If you want to condense it, those are the only two criteria that make the outcome, whatever it may be. And he's a smart guy, he's a logical guy, and he's an American guy. As your audience knows, I divide everything not by color, not by race, not by nationality. That means nothing to me. It's garbage. I divide it by American and American uh, rationale and logic, and I... I divide it by Amerophobe, which is anti-American. It's just that simple. If you apply that rule on everything and anything that you see happening on your television or in real life, you can get a feel immediately where the outcome is going to go. And that's, I think, the basic guideline that Ron DeSantis runs by. May I say also on that subject, I just want to say this because, as I say, I use just those two categories. But you hear a lot of nonsense uh, on the uh, radio and the television with regard to white w-i-w-h-i-t-e i don't think that's correct i think the answer is right r-i-g-h-t when you look at anything whether it's the founders whether you look at the history whether you look at what unfolds forget the white that don't mean anything to me if it's right i don't care if the guy's purple don't mean anything to me so it should be divided by right which is an r word not white which is a w word and i think that falls under the same category as american versus americophobe Jim, just two last uh, areas I want to cover with you, Uh, one being the uh, minimum wage. A lot of talk about raising the minimum wage over a period of time to $15 an hour. It seems like both uh, the left and the right say, look, this is going to cause people to lose their jobs. But uh, to the Republicans who are saying, you know, uh, let people and the free market dictate the wage versus the left uh, who are basically saying, look, we know people will lose jobs. But there's a greater good. More people are going to benefit from this than are going to be hurt. What would your response to that be? Again, common sense. It's stupidity. Everything they do is stupidity. They discontinued the XL oil project. They put 11,000 people out of work overnight. Overnight. And they claim it's for the betterment of the country, and they claim that it's going to help people get jobs. Look at what they say and look at what they do. What they do and what they say doesn't work. They're trying to convince you that blue is yellow and it's not the case. If you got half a point of rationale, you say to yourself, why would I even listen to these people? That's how I look at it. The other side of the coin is when I was a kid at the time, there was no that I remember anyway, any technical uh, minimum wage, but the average wage that was paid was a dollar fifty or two dollars an hour. And I can tell you in all honesty, from 10 or 12 years on, when I was working for people, no matter where I worked, no matter what I was supposed to do, by the end of the day or the end of the second day, I was getting offers by the guy who hired me to work for three dollars an hour. That's the judgment you should be using. Are you worth $15 an hour? Are you worth $50 an hour? Or are you worth 50 cents a day? That should be the criteria to bring the entire workforce up to a level that performs correctly. Yeah, it's amazing because a representative, I think it was uh, Presley, came out and she said, and I think she meant this as an attack on conservative values, she said that, you know, poverty is a policy choice. And 
I would agree with that. I think that, yeah, you put in bad policies, you're going to see more poverty. And I think what she was saying was, you know, conservatives are always saying, you know, people are poor because they want to be poor. I think that all of our choices and, and a lot of the choices we make sometimes, you know, there's things in life that happen that put us on a path that, that is unavoidable. But we always can work at being better, uh, doing better. What do you think about that, uh, Jim, when someone says, you know, poverty is a policy choice? I think it's even more simple, simple than that, simpler than that. And that is to use my own guideline based on my own life's experiences. Most, and I'm going to say probably 90% of every single thing, every single American does every single day is self-inflicted. Thereby, you have to look in the mirror make the choice to correct the problem and do whatever it takes to do that. If everybody did that, there'd be no poverty, there'd be no problem, and policies would not be needed, even the stupidity that they uh, push out there every day. And that, too, is another stupid uh, scenario to dumb down and, in essence, capture an audience that's in poverty. And if you look at the American system, and this is something that's very important for people to observe because you can see, every individual can see what I think I see. We're the only country in the entire world that has fat, poor people. Think about that. Fat, poor people. So how poor are these people, really? Not to mention they all carry Apple iPhones and wear uh, Nike shoes. So how poor, really, are the public in the United States? It's not Bangladesh, where they're looking for food every day from the ground, whether it be a leave or uh, whatever, where there's mosquitoes and flies all over their face. This is America. The secret to getting things done is to wise up, look in the mirror, make up your mind to go get what you have to get and do whatever it takes, period. Yeah, I, I, Jim, I think there's a lot of truth. I watched my uh, mom and my grandmother, you know, come to the United States with absolutely nothing, including an inability to speak the language and uh, what they were able to achieve here. Jim, we're out of time, but thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. You're listening to The Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. We'll be back right after this break. <laughs> 